0: I, I wouldn't call it a mistake, uh, but I, one of my first podcasts was uh, it was like in the health space, and I, I built up a lot of subscribers actually. But my intention was never to create any products or services or offers in the health space. So I built this audience in this podcast, but I didn't want to become a health coach. Like it was just a passion, you know. The problem with sometimes with passions is if you start a podcast around a passion and it's not, and you have no intention to like profit off it or like create a business around it, is that uh, you can't really help people.
1: Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Rice, and welcome to the another episode of The Design Live Show. In episode 64 of TDLS, I had the chance to sit down with a really special guest, Daxi Perez. If you don't know Daxi, he has more than four years of podcast launch experience working with some of the top brands and entrepreneurs in the world. Collectively, the people that he worked with have generated over 50 plus million downloads in the past two years and they helped several of them reach number one in their iTunes category. Through all of this, he has developed a proven framework for launching and growing podcasts that can be applied to any business or industry. In this episode, we talk about his ground-up stories, we dive in on how Daxi and Ryan was able to build their six-figure podcast agency from scratch, why podcasting is the best form of marketing for creative entrepreneurs, personal brands, and influencer, the winning formula to structuring your podcast episode, the importance of leveraging relationship, ideas on how to grow and monetize your podcast, and much, much more this is a really, really helpful or really great episode with Daxi. So hopefully you'll enjoy this as much as I do. Uh, and it's really helpful as well for those podcasters who, you know, want to get ideas on how they can monetize their podcasting project or their podcasting journey. So Daxi shared a lot of great tips here. So make sure to stick around until the end. And if you're interested, you can go to the show notes links. Uh, below, uh, there's a freebies from my guest, uh, Daxi is the man. So you can check the ultimate guide to podcasting and the uh, 10 ways to land amazing interview guests. So make sure to check that out below if you're interested. So, yep. And for those who are just, you know, tune in to this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple podcast. In that way, you are helping me to reach more people. Alright, so I don't want to waste your time anymore, so let's go jump into this week episode. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. You're listening to The Design Life Show, a podcast that's helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life. It's me, Jake Rice, a designer from the Philippines, best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism. I'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey their process and the lessons they've learned along the way. Hey, everyone, it's me again, Jake Rice, and welcome to the another episode of TDLs, the Design Live Show. So that's the title of the podcast, and I'm super stoked right now. And this is actually a very special episode. And I'm here right right now with Daxi. For those who don't know Daxi, so yeah, he has uh, uh, four four plus years of experience on publishing podcasts and working with big brands and entrepreneurs, right? So I I don't know if he needs an introduction. So uh, I will let him, you know, uh, share uh, what he's up to and what he's doing right now. So, Daxi, I want to welcome you to my podcast. How are you, man? Thank you for stopping by.
0: (laughs) Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me, man.
1: Yes, uh, it's my pleasure to have you on on my podcast. And uh, for those who don't know you, just to give context in this episode for TDLS audience, can you share uh, a little bit about your background and... What are you doing right now? What, what are you working on right now?
0: Yeah. Well, first of all, guys, uh, Jay Christ is the man. He does awesome. Like we've done some projects together. So I'm super excited to kind of to be here and, and share some, some cool stuff with you guys that should help you, you know, understand how to use podcasting the right way. Um, so right now, um, just I'll, I'll make this very brief for you guys. I have a podcast agency. We work with a lot of like high level entrepreneurs and brands a lot of people making like six figures or more a month. Um, and they're really like good marketers. They're good with, they have big personal brands. Um, so we have the agency, we do everything for them. And then we also sell courses. And uh, that's pretty much my life right now. <laughs> Just those two things. Um, my backstory is is pretty big. Uh, I, I don't want to get too into it, but um, it had to do with me traveling the world, being a digital nomad, which some of you guys might be familiar with. Um, I was in Thailand and Bali for like eight months. And um, yeah, but now I'm here in America, just working really hard and, uh, you know, still just like totally immersed into the podcasting world. So yeah.
1: Wow, that's cool. And just to, you know, I'm just curious, Daxi, because you, you've you done a lot of great stuff working with a lot of big brands and entrepreneur. Uh, in the space of podcasting, can you share uh, how, how do you start that? Can you share what it's like growing up uh, uh, in the, you know, uh, in your place? Because here in, in PH actually, uh, uh, to be honest, where uh, uh, other countries are ahead of with uh, the terms to technology, right? So can, I, I'm just curious uh, what it's like to grow up in your, in your place, in your country.
0: Yeah, um, it's funny because like technology, like that changed my life, but it only came like kind of like when I was like in middle school, like sixth to eighth grade. Before then, it was still like CD players and like iPods and like, I don't know if you know what what those are, but it wasn't like there wasn't like Internet, you know, Internet only came like after after 2000s. And that's what changed my life. You know, Uh I I grew up, I grew up in like the smallest state in America, Rhode Island, and uh, not a lot of people. And um, I never like, I've I've never been like an entrepreneur, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know how they say entrepreneurs, (laughs) like when they're young, they like sell lemon or they sell lemonade or they do like, they just sell stuff. I didn't do any of that. Mm -hmm. I've always been bad with money uh, my whole life, you know, even in college, my parents didn't teach it to me. So even though I was born in in a cool country, I did not get the most the per- perfect experience, you know? So it was the internet that changed my life. You know, I was always, I'm always very curious and I, I have always have a lot of questions and, uh, I was able to like use the internet to learn and and do things that I wanted to do. Um, so yeah, I, I dropped out of college, um, mm-hmm. uh, a- after two years and I changed my major like three or four times. I never know, knew what I wanted to do. So, um, it's pretty funny that I'm here and people kind of see me as an entrepreneur, but like uh-huh. I still don't even like I, I don't even know what that word means. Still, <laughs> I, I just it, it's it's funny, yeah. So
1: yeah, yeah, and, and I think uh, I think um, here in the Philippines, entrepreneurial journey or entrepreneurship is uh, a little bit of a buzzword right now because I think uh, a lot of people are trying to you know to. To be part of that that space and call themselves entrepreneurs, and I, I don't know really what what that means, uh. Before you know, I, I think so. Uh, I, so hmm.
0: I there's one I think if I had to give one, entrepreneur one definition that uh-huh. I resonate with is uh an entrepreneur knows how to uh seize opportunity. Got it. You know, every life has different opportunities and whatever is given to you, you have to, you know, what, what yours presented in your life is way different from what's presented in my life. It's just like, what are you going to actually like do it? You know? So I, I think that's what, to me, that's the best part of entrepreneurship. All the other stuff is like, I guess we can talk about, but like I opportunity is where it's at, you know? So.
1: Yeah. Basically uh, I, I think uh, I had a episode uh, relevant to that. It's, uh, it's basically you, you make Things happen, right? Being resourceful uh, on the things that you have, even though you have limited resources. Resources, especially here in the Philippines, for those who are listening that you know get stuck uh, or you know trying to uh, be uh, be some someone or impact others. Uh, I think that's uh, Dax is really you know uh, on point on that on that part. Well, yeah?
0: just to kind of like piggyback on that, this is the number one thing that's. Help me grow my business and yeah. my life, uh, is leverage and, yeah. uh, l- leveraging my relationships, the people I know, like there's so many people that people are listening that you can literally message right now and mm-hmm. like ask, Hey, is there anything I could help you with? Or is there anything you want? And just bring value. Like there's so much people you can leverage in your life situations that we just don't do, you know? So leveraging is one of the easiest ways to get anything you want. So.
1: Yeah. that. And for the for your uh, speaking of your business, ca- can you share what's uh, what are you working on right now in, in terms to podcasting? I think uh, you're doing a lot of great stuff and it's growing, right? So and uh, for those who are listening, I uh, Daxi and Ryan Helms is uh, co-founded a, a podcast agency called Legacy Podcasting. So. Uh, for those who are following me since day one uh, actually uh, it's it 's funny because the first episode that I publish is with ryan helms right so it's it 's pretty crazy <laughs> uh, as i' seen how uh, you know you you 've grown so much uh, they 've grown so much the, the the their business can you share Daxi, about uh podcast uh, podcasting you know for those who I just, you know, heard this term and, you know, what or maybe want to leverage or up their game as a podcaster.
0: Yeah. So our business, it's a, we do podcast launches for, we try to lean towards, you know, high level people, people who have audiences. Um, and then we also do the monthly production distribution, you know, like editing stuff, like some things that you Mm -hmm. do as well. Um, and I, I would say just to give some people some context, uh, because you can make any agency work, really. But what, what's worked for us the best? Because there's tons of podcasts and agencies out there. Um, but the reason why we're growing faster than them is because uh, we we know who who we want to sell to, and then it's it's much easier to sell to communities, you know. Um, and then build reputation in communities, you know. Right now, like we're building a really good reputation in the ClickFunnels community. If you guys know ClickFunnels, um, like we're working with a lot of big ClickFunnels people, and we're using that to build relationships in, with other big ClickFunnels people. Um, and that's why we've been able to like get these big names and now we're kind of venturing out into other big like companies that are like, you know, just, uh, like supplements and, and health and nutrition, stuff like that. So yeah, that, that's, that's what we do. And, um, in, in terms of, uh, what did you have a second part to that question?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, what I, what I ask. <laughs> uh, what did I just ask? Uh, okay, uh,
0: yeah about, about podcasting about yeah, so why about
1: how how they can you know uh up their game okay, as a okay. podcaster or maybe they want to start their podcasting journey, but they don't know how to you know uh how to leverage uh what they have right now
0: yeah that's that's a great question um i first of all like don't make it complicated you know i I would say there's two phases of people. And I just did an episode about this actually, um, is, you know, if you're obviously starting out and you have no audience, you don't have anything, um, the main goal shouldn't be anything monetary or anything. It should be the personal transformation that comes out of podcasting, which I'm sure you're aware of, you know, just actually like, you know, and I'm talking about if you, if you do solo episodes and you're actually just talking. Um, like how comfortable you feel finding your voice and like knowing your message and knowing what you want people to listen for, what result you want people to get out of listening. Um, and then if you are someone who kind of has a business, you're making money online and you, you know, uh, there, there's several purposes. One of the biggest purposes, something that I utilize is like, I interview people (laughs) that I want to have relationships with. Uh (laughs) Like, And, you know, there's stuff that happens before the interview and after the interview where you can, you know, deepen the relationship. So um, I personally yeah. interview everyone in my Facebook group, in Facebook Live. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I think that builds even more trust because they're, they're actually getting live feedback rather than like, you know, uh, if I interview them on Zoom, which is great. But if I did, uh, they would feel like they're just talking to me. But on Facebook Live, they feel like they're talking to a lot of people right now. So I feel like the conversations a little differently positioned differently because there's like comments coming in and stuff. Um, and I just want them to feel good when they're talking to me. So then, uh, it just makes that relationship better. So, um, yeah, that, that's the biggest leverage, like conversations you can have and, uh, everything else, like the, the technicalities and like, uh, don't overthink it in the start. Like you only need one marketing channel, like get good at one medium, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, and then, um, yeah, there there is no platform right now that's getting uh, consumption rates like a podcast. Like as far as like if people download an episode, they're gonna listen to like a lot of it, you know. So yeah.
1: Got it, and that's really cool. And I'm just wondering, uh, Daxie, because uh, I think uh, a lot of my audiences are introverted person, especially here in the Philippines, right? I'm now. introverted, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually learned that uh, on your previous episode that I've listened to about. How do you make uh more content for your podcast episode, and that's really really cool and I just learned that that you're introverted and it blow my mind because you've been you know you've been interviewing big names a big brand on on the industry. How do you do it if if you are an introverted man, especially here in the Philippines that are you know shy they don't know they don't know how to speak their mind do you, do you have any formula to that or just you just uh do it and it's it's your internal motivation
0: not really to be honest it's not the <laughs> second part just because like uh-huh. um so like in person i'm completely different like i can't uh, I, so I give people, I'm very more of a one-on-one person and Got I it. give away, like I, I, I pay attention a lot and I listen, like I'm hypersensitive, i hyper aware. And, uh, like if I go to a conference, like I have to like step away sometimes, like just to be alone for a little bit, just to breathe. Um, so just so you know, like I'm not like super extroverted. Um, I would say uh-huh. for people who are introverted, the best form of marketing is attraction marketing which means like on all your profiles on whatever your content you produce just be very specific just keep it simple just say like hey this is what I do and this is what I help people achieve you know make sure that people who are listening to you they know why they're listening and what result they'll get out of it um and then it'll be very easy to build an audience and you know if you have a unique promise and a unique you know position in your market like if you're introverted, like people will come to you. <laughs> like that's the best thing for introverts. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I don't reach out to people, like, yeah, people yeah. like that's why it's like, but it's because I'm clear in my branding and yeah. my messaging and, and who I want. Like people are gravitated towards me. It's not like, that's the only way as an introvert to, you know, grow comfortable <laughs> comfortably <laughs> is when people come to you yes. and not the other way around. I, I come to people um, or I go to people um, only who are like at a higher level than me. And I mean that, that has nothing to do with introvert or extrovert. I, I guess it's just confidence. Um, and, and what you're doing and feeling confident that you're actually different, you know, cause if you feel like you're unique, you have a unique audience and you have something different to say, then, you know, reaching out to people won't feel as intimidating. I feel like, um, so Yeah.
1: Yeah that's really cool and actually it's it's funny because uh, I'm I'm a introverted person as well growing up in here in the Philippines I don't you know I don't have a lot of friends right something like that I I love to be alone or you know just read Yeah stuff. all
0: my friends are online dude
1: <laughs> Yeah so that and some some someone asked me as well uh how, how do you you know how, how can I interview a lot of people like that uh, and I tell them, "I'm an introverted person, and they don't believe me." And that's really funny, because uh, like what Daxi said, and if you really uh, uh, just want to be intentional in terms of the building meaningful relationship with, with others, right? So even though you know you, you have that pure intention, and I think that's really a really yeah. good advantage.:
0: it's, it's also a skill. Yep. That you kind of develop of knowing how to show up yes uh like after interviews i'm tired dude <laughs> like it's weird like i'm not supposed to be tired after interviews but i am i just like i gotta sit down and like drink some water yeah. uh but like um like the biggest people in the world like i, I don't know if you guys know russell brunson um yeah the virgin
1: uh Br- founder of the virgin no, no,
0: no, uh, not, no. not, not that one uh, no, sorry. Uh, that's, that's branson actually that's yeah, a very branson. cool thing. got it I, I just thought of that yeah no but brunson uh, he founded ClickFunnels. Okay, uh, he's got like one it. of the best marketers out there, dude. He speaks on the biggest stages in the world. like I've met uh-huh. him in person. He is super introverted, like even just saying hi wow. like it's super awkward. Yeah, wow. like you have to come up to him like very quietly. Um, but he knows because he's practiced so much on stage and like marketing, he knows mm-hmm. how to turn turn on you know uh-huh. like he knows yeah. how to show up when, when you need to. So these interviews are just you practicing showing up. One of the best ways to kind of get over that. Uh, is to kind of prepare you know I would say uh like if you if you have some questions beforehand, doing the research beforehand takes off a lot of the stress um and and making it simple for you and the guest so yeah i, I that that 's what I would recommend because i 'm never really like um, in the interviews i don 't feel too introverted, but at the same time, I think it 's because I do. Uh, all my interviews, I do Facebook lives. So like, I'm looking at them. Um, if I, I imagine if I did it just audio, it would probably be more, I've actually done interviews just audio and Mm -hmm. I I was very awkward, not awkward, but I felt like, like I was sweating, (laughs) (laughs) you know? So I I switched to Facebook live and Uh because I'm a visual person, um, and because I was able to see the person and I was able to engage, it took off a lot of the pressure for me, but it also put their guard down. It puts everyone's guard down because they feel like they're actually talking to someone. Um, that's how I naturally like to do them now. Just, uh, like a video interview. So,
1: yeah, yeah. And I, I, I've seen a lot of, uh, great interviews as well because I'm, I'm following you <laughs> for a while now and on the group, yeah. yeah, on the group. Right. So uh, I'm, I'm just curious because uh, I think a lot of, uh, you know, those uh, aspiring podcasters, uh, this is their biggest uh, objection or uh, this their biggest challenges. Uh, is there a way or is there a formula that you can share, if you don't mind, uh, to grow a successful and thriving podcast in 2019? Can you share that or what, what's your insights about that?
0: Yeah. So to grow, uh, so first of all, and just to kind of like reiterate in the point, um, mm-hmm. yep. like if you're starting out, the goal for you should, uh, like if you have no audience, like if you're using a podcast to actually just build your brand, mm-hmm. um, the goal really shouldn't like, shouldn't be like downloads or anything. Um, it should be more just consistency and actually like doing the work. Cause most people quit, you know? like 50% of people quit after seven episodes and then like another 50% quit after like 20 episodes. So like if you can just get over the first 30 episodes and like be okay, like, you know, Hey, if I get zero downloads in 30 episodes, cool. At least I did 30 episodes. If you can get over that and then worry about the other stuff, you're going to be in a much better position to win. So that, I think it's a better mindset that people don't really think about to have when you start. Um, uh-huh. and lever- and just interview the people that you want to be like, you know, um, cause then you'll get benefit out of it. You know, you're going to be putting time and energy into something and you'll get things back. You know, you'll be able to interview the people that, you know, ask them questions and like, you know, you get an hour of someone's time, you know, who otherwise would never give you an hour, you know? So, you know, really first put that in your mind that it's a unique opportunity to have. And like I said, it's one of the most leverageable things you could do that you could turn into whatever, like relationships, et cetera. So, um, that's the first sorry someone just messaged me. Uh that's the first thing uh the second thing is have a key marketing channel. Um so knowing where uh a you want to communicate consistently to people who are following you. Um and then B um where are people going to discover you? You know, where are you going to grow an audience that so you could like push people to the podcast because podcasts don't like if you just post it out there like it's not going to get a lot of like organic like people aren't researching podcasts for new podcasts a lot, you know, they're not just listening because there's so many out there. Um, you have to have some sort of platform where new people are, are seeing your, your content, whether that's Instagram, which works very well right now, um, because it's on mobile. So people can easily go to the podcast app or, uh, like my favorite is Facebook groups. Um, that obviously takes a little more effort to build a Facebook group, but once you do, um, it's really good because <laughs> Facebook promotes it for you. um, and uh there's other ways like pinterest like if you have a big woman audience like making good pins because every pinterest photo is a link you know uh blogs is another way I, i don't really do that but i know they work sometimes uh youtube videos like wherever you can drive traffic so you have to have a place where you're driving traffic to the podcast um what else is essential uh the first like i like i was talking about before knowing what is your unique promise and why you're different in the market. You know, like mm-hmm. people don't like competition. Uh, but I, I think it's great because then that means there's opportunity, uh, to be different from everyone else, you know, because it's proven to have a lot of attention. Like if I want to get into fitness, like people are say people would say like, Oh, too many people do fitness, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but because so many people are paying attention to fitness, there's I could figure out all right, what are people not talking about in fitness that I can seem different, you know? You know, what is the yeah. one thing that I can kind of like, you know, uh have a different promise or a different path, a different method. You know, what's what can I make that's like a different, you know, way, um, a new way of thinking. Um, because that's what podcasting is, man. You're being a thought leader, you know? Yeah. Like for people to listen to you uh-huh. in their ears, like they have to you have to be saying something that's either new or uh giving them results, you know, so yeah
1: yeah that and it's really cool, and I'm actually taking note right now, and <laughs> I'm listening very carefully for those who are listening, make sure that you are taking note because this is some high level you know high level view from from a very successful podcaster like Daxi so yeah just to you know let's go uh, let's go jump into your uh, journey Daxi I'm just curious with your journey because uh, I think uh, growing a successful business is really hard especially here in the Philippines and I'm talking about uh, uh, with a lot of uh, objection rejection something like that right so how do you overcome those uh, you know those adverse adversity if that makes sense, uh, or challenges uh, when you're just getting started, I guess uh, 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 I think a lot of uh, people right now are you know needing uh, needed some push to you know to to create more because, or and then uh, uh, for me the solution is to create more so you can uh, you can uh, focus more on some meaningful experiences or meaningful relationships. That you can, uh, that you can leverage through your business as well, if that makes sense. And I, I think, uh, we are, we are driven by a lot of, uh, outside, uh, you know, outside factor like, like, uh, advertisement or whatever to consume more than to create more. If that makes sense. Uh, do you have any, you know, uh, practical advice for those who, uh, who just, uh, you know, who get stuck and, had this adversity, uh, adversity. Uh, but first what's your adver- what what are the most challenges or uh, you've been through before and how do you overcome those
0: okay um <laughs> there was two questions there sorry, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, so the first one uh the number uh, the the biggest adversity that i faced and um i would say is. Um, actually making content. <laughs> like when you actually like turn the mic on uh-huh. and uh like have to record. I personally that's me and I know that's a lot of people they have that problem too. Like they don't they're like uh, mm-hmm. even people who pay me a lot of money, dude. Like wow. they're like yeah, they're like, uh Daxie, I don't know what to say. I'm like, yeah. oh gosh. <laughs> like why do you why are you this is your idea. <laughs> um so um it's common. Like people who are really big and famous still don't know what to say. Uh so I would say one of the biggest Uh, The way I tackle it is in the start, you follow uh, a framework, you know, Uh, frameworks are good to follow. And then in that framework, you can play around. Uh, And, uh, you know, I I had an episode about this actually, Um, but I've done that for a while. And now I'm at the point where I kind of like internalized it, you know, like the framework is like, I memorized it. So I don't have to, the point of frameworks and things to model is so that eventually you can just like... Uh, you memorize it, and you don't have to li- look at it anymore. You just kind of talk. So, just to briefly go over it, uh, if, if it might it might take a minute. Do you, do you want to hop into it, or?
1: Sure, sure, yeah, for sure.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, and I have an episode on this too. It just that yeah. goes more in depth. But um, first of all, you want to think about what. Oh man, this is gonna get fun. Before before anything, like before uh-huh. we get into the episode, like you got to figure out who you're talking to. Like who is the person? Yeah, like what? Where are they at? What's their biggest dream, like dreams, desires, goals? What are they currently facing? And then how can you make content that, uh, that when they see the headline, the hook, they're like, ooh, I need to, this is something I need to hear. You know, it, it speaks to them. Um, so always start with the headline and hook and that comes from knowing who, who your audience is. Um, in the hooks and headlines, like we, you could figure out how to write good hooks and headlines online. Uh, so when you start the episode, um, and this is solo episodes, by the way, Uh, if we go in, if we go into interviews, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Figure out, uh, you know, uh, any, so I've actually had a lot of opportunities to interview a lot of people, Mm -hmm. but I haven't posted them on my podcast because I know like, Hey, you know, we could have a good conversation, but this doesn't align with the goals I want of my audience. You know, if if I want my audience to be better at podcasting, I'm not going to interview a guy who, uh, who knows how to grow restaurants. Like it makes, you know, it makes no yeah. sense. Um, so first make sure you're interviewing people who can give a result to the audience um, and figure out what are the key questions you need to ask to pull out the gold inf- the good information. You know, it's kind of hard to say what that is, you know, cause it's different for every market. Um, but over time you'll get better. You know, as you do research, you figure out, Oh, this is a question I want to ask every time. Um, I like doing rapid fires too at the end. I don't know if you've heard of that. Um, what what that's
1: mean can you share
0: so a uh, rapid fire is and i usually tell people when i say it they're mm -hmm. like oh cool because they know what it means so it's like let's say the interview is ending it's like hey uh so i just want to do a rapid fire of questions uh is that cool and they'll usually say yes and then uh uh, i'm like so it's just like quick question quick answer Mm -hmm. uh so i'm like all right what was the book that changed your life the most uh who's, who's been who's been the number one mentor in your life uh what uh What was the best uh, thing you ever invested in just like, you know, what's the best of each category, you know, and Mm -hmm. I usually do like books, mentors, uh, and whatever they invested in. Um, or the fourth one is like, I usually, I got this from Gary V actually. He usually asks like, what are you currently obsessed with? You know? Um, I think that's a cool way to, you know, figure out what they're obsessed with. Um, so that's interviews, solo episodes, if you actually want to talk yourself on a microphone um, usually you start with the hook, the headline, then you actually like figure out, like you tell people um, why you want to do this episode, like give people some context, give some, some backstory, like, Hey, someone recently on social media, or I saw this post or, you know, like why, why are you doing this? You know, kind of uh, this, this episode. Yeah. Um, and uh, after you give, and a lot of it is like you're doing stories and experiences and you're painting pictures. Because mm-hmm. um, what c- captures people 's attentions is if they 're like painting pictures in their head if you 're talking about things where they have to like imagine it, um, so you have the hook, you have the setup, um, then you go into uh, what I call is the wrong way of thinking you know this is mm-hmm. I like st- starting off the, the episode with some like you know controversy, not controversy, but like you know what do most people think about this that is different that that 's not the right way to think about it, you know throwing rocks at people. Like, you know, a lot of fitness people think you need to do this and everyone thinks you need to do this. And like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. <laughs> throwing rocks at, you know, yeah. ideas, ways of thinking. And then that's usually just like a few minutes, you know, of saying like what most people think, why it's wrong, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, because then it'll just, it'll kind of boil that in their mind. Um, and then you go into your way of thinking, you know, what is what is the right way of thinking? You know, what, what do you think people should be doing? Like, everyone thinks this, but like in reality, like this is why you need to be doing this. And this is why, because of this story, this example, um, and whatever you can do, personal experiences, et cetera. Um, that could be another few minutes. Um, and then I, after that, the right and wrong way of thinking, um, get into the value of the episode. Um, so, and also I'm assuming (laughs) this format is, uh, if you're kind of having online, if you want to grow, in like the the online business space you know if you're trying to uh-huh. use it to build an audience to probably make money um if you're like into comedy and stuff <laughs> this might not be the right yeah. format <laughs> but, yeah but uh but yeah so um after that the right and wrong way of thinking you get into like what is the you get into the value of the episode mm-hmm. so all right cool I, I presented the right way of thinking and the wrong way of thinking now it's sometimes this part could be kind of the hook You know, so now let's talk about like what you can do today to actually implement and change your life because you want to teach people to take action and actually like give people frameworks to follow like, all right, so Mm -hmm. here's what you can do now. You know, I made this thing or I have this, whatever, like this is where you, you over deliver, um, you know, from working with all these people, I figured out what the trick is and I'm going to share it with you. And then you talk about it, um, for the next, whatever, five, 10 minutes, um, and then, after that you you share the value, people are like, "Whoa, this is so good um then uh wow. you you, you yeah. go into like you go into like uh what winning would feel like, you know mm-hmm. why they why they want to do this you know like the reason you want to do this is because like uh and you get and a lot of it is emotional like storytelling mm-hmm, you know yeah. like it's, some of it 's personal to you or to whatever um so you share what winning feels like, and then at the end of the episode, you have your call to action so you know, wherever you want people, you know, whether they're new or old, like, Hey, you know, let's say I had a a show. I I helped, uh, uh, this is, this is a client actually. So this is funny. Uh, I helped, (laughs) I I helped gym owners grow their, grow their marketing business. So if I give a lot of value, the whole episode, you know, like how they can grow their business at the end of the episode, I'll be like, cool. Now, if you want more specific help for your business, just go to www.whatever.com slash call. If you want to hop on a call with us and figure out if you want our help, you know, so at the end of every episode, have a call to action, you know, for me, it's just like, Hey, if you have any questions or you need any help, just Instagram, just uh, send me a message on Instagram. You know, you want to make the call to action as easy as possible and not anything that they, that they have to like pay for or they have to commit to. It has to be like just a direct communication call to action, you know, whether it's an email or a direct message or hop on a call or whatever, you know, Um, something where they can get to know to trust you more Um, because you don't no one is listening to a podcast with their wallet out Um, so yeah that's pretty much the whole framework for
1: (laughs) yeah i I think that's really uh, you know uh, a high level uh thing for for those who are just getting started and I, i think that's really valuable for those who really keen to do podcasting and one thing that i also, observe is uh, you know how, uh, those storytelling techniques that I, I think uh, a lot of people, especially here in the Philippines, are you know uh, for for those uh, creatives that are just getting started, those introverts are not really you know know how to story tell or you know dig the dig or uh, expose the problem uh, like what Daxi said, and I, I think. Uh, that's really powerful for those who who want to really, you know, uh, create a, a impactful podcast journey, right? So, and yeah, yeah, I, I think thank you so much, Daxi, for for sharing that, and I, it, it's really blown my mind because I'm I'm actually just uh, listening <laughs> to your uh, to your to your you know to your statements to your uh, to your guides, and that's really cool and for uh, i think uh, uh one of the things that i also you know seen for for the podcaster for the aspi- aspiring podcaster as well is they they tend to uh find ways to monetize it monetize it because uh i i'm, I'm just you know uh, want to uh to grab this opportunity if you have any Best practical advice for those who you know want to monetize or their their podcast. Although although uh, I know a lot of people are just getting started. For those who you know uh, uh, maybe had some had some few episode or they want to create uh, they want to monetize it. Do you have any formula for them or any steps or practical steps for them to to follow? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so that that question is actually like it, it happens all the time. Actually, everyone asks yeah, it, mm-hmm. like in every Facebook group, everything. Um, yeah. The real question, though, that people don't get that they're asking isn't how do I monetize a podcast? Because a podcast is just medium. Pl- it's just a medium. It's literally just a way for 100%. you to communicate. Mm-hmm. It's how do I monetize attention? Like it has nothing to do with a podcast. Um, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you can have the biggest audience, but you have no idea how to create offers or how to create something that pe- know what people want and sell that to them. Um, so this is a like when people ask this question, I don't think they know what they're asking. Uh, not, not you just like in general. Um, cause they don't understand how much goes into, you know, uh, actually like making offers and, you know, writing sales pages and, yeah, that- you know, making things that obviously there's different business models. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. so let me get into that first. Actually, I'm thinking from one business model. Um, you know, the most popular business models is, uh, you know, affiliate marketing is one route. It, so if you yeah. have a big show and you interview people who actually sell things on your show, whether it's a book or a course, like you could do, a you can uh, get a commission for the sale, um, or if you recommend anything, you know uh, that that's pretty popular. It's not a big source of income for anybody, really. Um, mm-hmm. Just so you're aware, but it is a source of income. Uh, affiliate marketing. So just anything you recommend, you could probably make money for recommending it. You know, even if it's an Amazon product, um, there is. Uh, I'm trying to think. So I, I I'm gonna put the on the entrepreneurship one to the side for a second. Like if you're a business owner. Yeah. um and you have you know how much a relationship is worth to you like there's a lot of people in the b2b world the corporate world they're like you know if i could t- if i can have a relationship with this you know key strategic partner who will get me in like 100 stores whatever um that's that's worth a lot of money to you you know yeah. so mm-hmm. you know if you have a show where you can talk to them and then build that relationship got it. that's yeah. like it's not a direct roi but yeah. it's like Mm -hmm. Like, dude, like Ryan is my business partner, right? And we've made a lot of money so far. And I, Uh I built a relationship with him through a podcast. (laughs) Like that's not, that's not Uh, like money in my pocket right then, but it's the relationship is, is money, you know? (laughs) So people just have to think about the monetizing in a different frame of mind. Um, you know, like if you, uh, you're, it's more of an asset, you know, like if you have credibility in a market and you have attention, then, you know, you can use that to speak on stage, you know, to, to speak at events, um, to get on other shows, you know, and, and sell whatever you want to sell. So, um, yeah, now let's go to the online entrepreneurship route. Uh, so podcasting is a very low value ladder thing. So anything you want to send people to has to be like low Commitment, you know, just opting in. You know, can I get this guide? Can I get this checklist? Can I get these this resource? You know, um, can I get this free book? You know, anything like that? Uh, can I get this free call? Uh, and it's just to get them on a list, and then everything after that isn't podcasting anymore. <laughs> it's marketing, yeah. uh, and uh, that's a that's a whole another conversation about how to create offers, but mm-hmm. uh, never sell products or services want to sell offers. Um, cause products and services, like if you sell one thing, you know, uh, whether it's a service for someone or a product, they will compare you to everyone else who sells that same thing. Yeah. Um, but if you sell an offer where it's like, Hey, you know, you're going to get this, 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 you're going to get, get this. And, uh, this is unique to us. This is our, no one else does this. This is what we do. They, they can't compare you. So it's like a yes or no. Um, and then that's when it becomes like understanding your market, what makes good offers, and uh, the people you're t- you're selling to, what they need to get, you know. Um, and then it, you start to get easy yeses uh, and and quick no's, which is good. So yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that's really awesome, and I think uh, a lot of people need to realize that oh, as and well. the, and the, yeah. Sorry, sorry,
0: and I, I forgot to say this too. Like, uh-huh. uh, coaching is is very yeah. easy to make money from a podcast. Yeah, because like. If you 're a fitness coach, just like get on a free call with someone and then sell them a package you know uh-huh. uh, so yeah
1: boom that's it <laughs> so yeah, and actually uh for for those who are listening uh, they always ask me how how uh what why i'm doing this podcast as well uh although i want to help others as well uh, because uh, uh on on the other side as well, because I want to make money as well on that and sell my services or my workshop or whatever, and I make uh I make uh, great money on, the, on doing this because uh, they. I, I build trust, meaningful relationship, and that's basically uh, for those who just uh, you know uh, try to get ma- get money from others, right? So maybe you you just you need to focus on more on creating meaningful experiences or meaningful relationship, and like what Daxi said, uh, it, it will it will you know all all will. Uh, follow like my uh like the like the monetize, monetize, uh, like the money part right so it's it's really the key to you know to monetize whatever you are doing right now so that's it uh i hope uh daxi you you enjoyed this episode <laughs> or your this session so uh, let's uh uh let's jump into your journey as well or, or your your personal life as well Do you, uh, if if you don't mind, do you have any particular routines uh, in a day to day basis, you know, to be more productive, to get things more done? I think uh, I've followed you for, uh, for, uh, I think for over a year now, or I don't know, five months or a year now, uh, you've shared some tips as well on how you can, you know, uh, sometimes you do your, you know, the hardest tasks you do on sunday is that correct or so you can be more prepared for the mondays or whatever do, do you have any particular uh, you know routines for to be more productive or to get things more done
0: yeah i mean that's a good observation too yeah usually on sunday like uh-huh. yesterday i was working until like super late wow um, and yeah, yesterday was sunday wait today's monday right yeah uh, <laughs> never know what day of the week it is um and um usually i kind of set my goals for the week on sunday like financial Uh goals and just like whatever i need to get done um and uh just get a head start it's it's funny because like i'm still perfecting that you know i Uh one of the i'll tell you what's worked the best so far and it's probably not gonna be what most people expect Mm -hmm. um first thing is you know uh having people keep you accountable so like you know i have this relationship with ryan And then like, uh, some other key relationships, like I'm the type of person where I need to be held accountable. Like I don't like letting people down. So I know if I have, I put myself in situations where I, I can't afford to let people down. It'll make me take action (laughs) pretty much. Uh, so that's one way. Yeah. Literally that's one way I've hacked it. You know, I guess maybe I I come from the the worker mindset, you know, Mm -hmm. like I didn't grow up as an entrepreneur. I always grew up working for someone. So Mm -hmm. I always feel like I have to have someone who, who relies on me. Uh I don't know if that's bad or good. I just I'm self-aware. Um another thing is I like starting the day off actually. Um like not looking at my phone, like not looking at technology much, and uh just like doing yoga. Just like going to my room and like mm-hmm. stretching. Because I think if you can like uh get grounded in your body and just like, you know, build your neural pathways in your body and like feel good. Um, I think stretching and breathing like meditation is one of the best ways to start a day. And that's how I start it. I usually just stretch for 10, 15 minutes. Uh, yeah. and, uh, that usually makes my whole day feel better because then I'm aware of my posture and how I'm feeling and my energy. Um, because I think if we always forget about our body, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the, in the, be- in the, in the beginning of the day, I want to, you know, not, I want to focus on my body and then I know naturally the rest of the day I'll. I'll just be, it just makes your body more intelligent when you can build that connection. Okay. So, um, I, I do, uh, I have like a to-do list tracker. I write out what my top three things I want to get done for the day. Mm-hmm. Like no excuses. Um,
1: and, do, do, uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt you. Do you, you know, yeah. do you, have you heard this 5am thing uh, for those successful millionaires? Yeah, I suck at that. <laughs> do, do, you don't yeah. do that, right? I don't, yeah,
0: I guess that's cool, uh-huh. but, <laughs> uh, I, I, so here's the thing. Okay. Uh, I think we're all at different phases in, in our life, you know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and at certain phases that might work great. hundred uh, percent. So yeah, I don't, I, I'm, I've, I like to deploy self-awareness, you know, and yeah. I know that, uh, I like to sleep eight hours and I kind of stay up late sometimes. So, and it might be because I drink too much coffee. I don't know uh so <laughs> yeah. i that 5 a.m thing might work i just uh i haven't mastered it dude <laughs>
1: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, i think i i find it as well you know for for me as a, i just yeah. i just
0: don't want people to think that's necessary yeah, that yes
1: yes like it's
0: is. it's good it's good 100%. but like beating it i think it's worse to beat yourself up uh-huh. because you don't wake up at 5 a.m yes. than to wake up at 5 a.m yeah, wake up at 5 a. M.,
1: yeah you know? i got it yeah, hundred percent. And actually I think the logic part on that, uh, on that, when you, when you wake up early, basically you can do more, you, you, you can focus more on your passion or whatever you are doing or, uh, uh, Oh
0: dude, it's great. It's great. Right. Like I've, I've, uh-huh. uh, uh, like whenever I go to like, I remember when I went like to Asia uh, mm-hmm. and I came back and my, my time zone was messed up. Yeah. So I was waking up super early every day. Like it was quiet. Yeah. like I, I felt like the whole world <laughs> yeah, was quiet yeah. and because of that i was just like can think louder if that makes sense it was weird yes uh but uh i just haven't been able to hop back into it so mm-hmm. I, it might be genetic i don't know so
1: yeah yeah and for those who are listening it's like what Daxi said it's not necessary that you wake up at 5 a.m and then you will be a millionaire or whatever you are you'll be successful man. yeah you, you 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 need to uh be self uh, self aware as well like Daxi said and man thank you so much for sharing all the knowledge you uh, you you know you've shared in here in the tdls uh podcast and i think uh, a, uh I, blow, I, I i learned a lot of things from you although I, I i've been following you for a while and you know uh hearing some uh, great episode on your podcast as well it uh, and it's good you know to learn some something uh, especially your routines and your some uh, some you know secret hacks for for everyone who are listening right there and you know d- before we wrap up the show can you share your best practical advice for those who who aspire to be a great podcaster or to be a successful podcaster what's your best practical advice for them Best
0: practical advice. Hmm. I'm trying to think of a good one for you, uh,
1: <laughs> for, for your show. Yeah. Uh,
0: best practical advice. You might have to edit this part out while I
1: think. Sure. I think Man, it's it's more natural if I don't. I, I, I'm probably
0: I'm probably just like <laughs> uh-huh. trying to think of something new, but I, I yes. shouldn't think of something new. Like uh-huh. I would say, just to do something where you feel like you're serving people. Yeah. Mm, uh, if you're gonna start a podcast, because. I, I wouldn't call it a mistake. Uh, but I, one of my first podcasts was, uh, it was like in the health space and I I built up a lot of subscribers actually. Um, and I built up a nice audience, but my intention was never to create any products or services or offers in the health space. So I built this audience in this podcast, but I didn't want to become a health coach. Like it was just a passion, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, like I'm into health, I'm into eating good and all that. Um, and, uh, the problem with sometimes with passions is uh, if you start a podcast around a passion um, and it's not, and you have no intention to like profit off it or like create a business around it is that uh, you can't really help people. You know, you can't service them. You can't do things to them that they need. You know, like I didn't, I didn't have any supplements to sell them. I didn't have any coaching to sell them. I didn't have any guides. you know, while if it's something where, you know, you can help people, not just like, so, like I have a lot of passions. Like I love music, yeah, But, you know, why am I going to start a music podcast for my passion if I have no way to help people in the music, you know? Um, so it. if you're going to start a podcast, figure out what you can help people in or what you want to help people in. You know, you might be starting out and you want to, you know, then the podcast is like, hey, guys, I'm going on a journey. Do you want to come along with me? I'm going to learn all these things. I'm going to interview these cool people. Um, and eventually I want to, like, help people, you know? So I, I would say that's the biggest thing.
1: That's it. And I think that's really valuable and, you know, pay yourself as well. Right. Right. <laughs> Make money yes. while, well, uh, you know, uh, making an impact or impact to others. Right. So that's it. Thank you so much, man. And I hope you enjoy this podcast session with me and I want to thank you a ton for dropping by on the podcast for those who, you know, want to learn more about, you and your business or what's the best links or how they can reach reach you out
0: yeah so um on instagram you can just reach out to me i am daxy um send me a dm uh let me know j christ sent you <laughs> and uh <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i also have a podcast podcast success secrets and uh yeah that's that's, that's everything
1: yeah, that's it. For those who are listening, I will surely put all the links on our show notes and uh, including the you know uh, the the things that we've mentioned in this podcast episode as well with Daxi. And for uh, and for if you are listening to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any uh, podcast app, just scroll down, and for sure you will find all the links on our show notes below. And you can also uh, find all the episode by the actual site so the, the com, and you will redirect to the, the, the podcast itself so uh, feel yourself uh, uh, make yourself comfortable right so uh, consume what you can consume so that's it guys and Daxi I want to thank you again for dropping by on the podcast it's my pleasure to have you on the show and talk to you soon again right so see you soon <laughs> okay, thank you man And that's it. Thank you so much for listening to the Design Life Show. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you wanna support the show, you can do so on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com/tdls or go to thedesignlifeshow.com, and you can find the donate button on the top to learn more on how you can support the show. And for some cool extra stuff. You can get an access to my private contents like AMAs, where I take questions exclusively from Patreon subscribers, or check out other stuff I made, where I talk about essentialism, design, creativity, and business. I give a lot of value into this podcast that can't be seen anywhere else online. Again, that's patreon.com slash ddls. Thanks for listening to the show and talk to you guys again next week.